Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio. Hi, this is Jasmine St. Clair, and you're listening to the number one uncensored internet radio show, Beer, Boobs, and Craziness, with the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley, and the man who drinks so much, he pees barely and poops hops, Chris Finley. This is Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Enjoy. (laughs) Woo! Cheers, everyone, and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live on LA Talk Radio. Enjoy. Enjoy. And as always, we have a great (laughs) show lined up for you tonight. We have an awesome beer guest in Flying Dog Brewery, and we have a bunch of their beers in studio, which we're going to taste test with them live on air tonight, uh, which is very exciting. And uh, one thing I do want to mention is Powerball is up to 900 million right now. Yeah. Lottery. Crazy, So get your fucking tickets. But um, here's 900 million reasons to whack your meat because we have porn star Jasmine LeFleur. Am I saying that name right, Jasmine? LeFleur? Yeah. Okay, yeah, great. Uh, great. Actually, usually I'm terrible with names, but uh, we're very excited to have you live on air, uh, doing a lot of research o- on you over the past week, and uh, just have a, a bunch of questions for you now. The first question I have for you is, is um, what is exa- your ethnicity exactly? Uh, my mother is uh, black and Native American, and my father is Chinese and Native Hawaiian. Oh, wow. Wow, that's a very yeah. interesting mix. Yeah. That's a very interesting mix. <clears throat> I mean, you, you mainly look, uh, like when I, when I first saw you, you mainly look more Native American than anything. Right. Uh, that's kind of maybe the overpowering uh, look that you have about you. Um, like, do you get upset if there's like uh, garbage on the side of the road? Do you like shed a tear for that? Oh no! <laughs> no, not like that old commercial. No. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you got the reference. I'm glad you got the reference. Usually, people don't get the references <laughs> like, that I throw what? out. Yes, because I'm, I'm old and I throw out old '80s references. All the time. But, oh um, no! I I used to watch Nick at Night. I know those old commercials. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Awesome. Um, now, the uh, one question I have for you, and I ask this to every porn star, and I'm sure you get this on any interview that you've ever done, but how would yeah. you get started in the adult entry? Like, what, how'd, you get, how'd you get going in it? Well, um, I was already in entertainment, and I'm naturally just a very sexual person. I just have a sex drive that doesn't stop. And, um, you know, just kind of seemed natural. I was getting offers, and I didn't take them up because I was worried how it affect my mainstream career. And eventually, I just decided to go for it. And um, my um, now ex-husband actually supported that. So, you know, I had everything I needed to, to start, and um, uh-huh. I liked it. After I did my first shoot, I was hooked. Nice. I mean, uh, what, 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 so you were, were you freaking out during your first shoot? I mean, uh, what, were you very nervous or did it just come naturally just to get right into it? Um, I was actually a little nervous because um, the first time I was on set, I realized it was a lot more than just fucking. It's not simply just having sex. There's a lot more that goes into shooting all the scenes. And, uh-huh. you know, it was a little bit more work than I expected, but I, I loved it, you know. Um, 
wanted to keep did doing you, it. <laughs> did, did you have any lines like, uh, hi there, thanks for delivering my pizza. Now let's fuck. Did you have any lines <laughs> like that? Or? <laughs> Luckily, not in the first one. Um, not too much. It was just me kind of being myself and trying to be seductive. That was it. <laughs> Nice, nice. So just easy for you. Um, now, I also kind of read that you're also like an athlete. Do you play like any sports in particular, like rodeo or cause that's kind of like a natural progression? <laughs> rodeo. No, rodeo. <laughs> not rodeo, but I was a gymnast for 10 years and then I went nice. into martial arts and I still do martial arts and I'm a runner and a cyclist and I rock climb. So I'm just pretty active. Jesus, you're like an 80s fucking montage. <laughs> Every one of those things. It's awesome. So you were a gymnast. So, could, like, I have a question for you. Like, uh, do you know those, like, that one thing where, like, the girls can, like, spread their legs and do, like, the fucking, what is it called? The, the, uh, what they the rings? The rings? Well, not the rings. The, you know, that one the little parallel bar? bars? Yeah. Like, the, what, can, can you, like, do that on somebody's cock? Just, like, move your legs around, like, the parallel bars? <laughs> <laughs> Oh that would be pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty funny, but pretty amazing too. Like Jim Cotta but porn. Yes, Jim Cotta, Jim Cotta the porn. <laughs> if you take that idea, let's. That's a good play. idea. Yes. <laughs> um, Something a little different. <laughs> yes, right. Gymnastics porn. I mean, that's that has to be a, that has to be a thing. Um, now, is, is there a particular kind of porn that you prefer doing, like a particular type of scene? Oh. um... Well, there's a lot I haven't done yet, but I mean, I'm pretty open to a lot of things. Um, I, I, I definitely like doing uh, fetish type porn. Oh, okay. I'm really into that. I love, love being in touch with my dominant side. And I'm more of a femdom. I'm not the kind of dom that's all bitchy and going to scream at you. I just kind of like being in control. Nice. So you like kind of like kind of like telling the guy what to do, but not necessarily whipping and beating the shit out of him. Um, kind of- oh, I like to whip and beat the shit out of him, but I like to oh, tell okay. him in a nice way. <laughs> 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 and I'll do that with a lady, too. I mean, I, I'm oh, naturally hot. bisexual. I love women. And, you know, nothing like new pussy. <laughs> nice. Now, do you like to scissor? <laughs> You know, that never actually does anything. I mean, I know it looks great for the camera, but it's not like it actually hits the spot. He doesn't believe that it doesn't do anything. This little backstory, uh, Jasmine, like, I love scissoring. It's my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing in the world. To watch. Besides beer. To watch. watch. Not doing, obviously. I don't do it. But, um, you know, (laughs) Cassie keeps telling me that it doesn't do anything. And uh, every time we've talked to a porn star, they reiterate that it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. But no, I don't yeah. think it's fake. <laughs> That's why they're porn yeah, I movies. Know. Movies. <laughs> oh, man. It's just this belief. <laughs> the next thing you're going to tell me is that the force isn't real or no, something it's not like real. that. Oh, God. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> is, there any type of, <laughs> is there any type of porn that you won't do, like like fart porn or midgets or something like that? <laughs> fart porn. <laughs> um. I wouldn't do anything that involves like piss or scat, nothing like that. Um, and I, I have to say, I don't feel the need to try double anal or double vag. <laughs> that gotcha. just, uh, seems a bit too yeah. too much for me. But I mean, you know, I, I like a good fucking. 
<laughs> I always thought that that was the gayest thing ever. If like two guys have like their dicks rubbing up against each other, like doing the double thing. I mean, I think that's really gay. I don't know. Isn't that gay? <laughs> having two dicks? Cassie, well, I, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know either, but I, I don't know. I mean, not that I have anything against I gay things. It must be awkward. Yes. Yes. And that's, a, I don't know. It's, that's just weird. Um, now do you have, do you have a preferred spot that you like to get the, uh, DNA shower, the map of Hawaii? Oh, um, hmm. I honestly, one of my favorite things is like having my titty spots. So I'd have to say, come on the tits is one of my favorites. Okay. That's the most popular answer actually is, uh, women do prefer the come on the tits. I think it's really soothing. It's it's almost like lotion in a way. It's better than, (laughs) than, you know, every guy's fantasy is the face, but obviously there's no woman that really likes it in the face because then it can mess up your makeup and, you know, it gets in your hair and shit like that. But, uh, but you know, right, right. But, uh, you know, tits work. It's definitely work. <laughs> um, now, I also read that um, you're into reptiles. Now, do, do you do you own some reptiles? Yes, I do, and I actually uh, help rescue them as well and rehome them. Um, always been into them. Um, my first pet. I mean, we had a dog too growing up, but it was a, a nine foot Burmese python. I used to sleep with when I was a baby, and. You know, I just, I've always been around uh, animals and reptiles in particular, I tend to really love. I have a a huge iguana. He's uh, five feet and um, two bearded dragons and two geckos right now. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, so you're loaded up. Yeah, I I have a snake too. I have a a Monty python. I thought you were going to say trouser snakes. Yeah, no, I do. I thought you were going for trouser snakes. I like trouser snakes. Yes. yes. I hope you do. I'm quite a fan. <laughs> I hope you do because that's your job. Um, now, uh, Jasmine, before we let you go, is there anything that you'd like to promote or plug? Do you have anything coming up that you'd like to let us know about? I do, actually. Um, I have a lot of things coming up in the new year. One is uh, something. Scenes I'll be shooting for a new company called El Sino. It's actually comedy porn. And, nice. um, awesome. yeah, I'm really excited to be working with those guys. And they got some other great actresses lined up. And then I'll also be doing my first directorial debut. And that'll be for another new company, um, Varsity Media. And I'm also going to be doing some voiceover work too for a new cartoon that's going to be coming out in the summer. So, really wow, excited like a, about like a some porn of the cartoon stuff. or like a or like an action. Yeah, cartoon. yeah, it's a it's a porn cartoon, and it's something I've always wanted to do. And finally, got everything lined up to to do that. So I'm very excited. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, let us know. Um, you know, about all that stuff when it comes out, and we'll definitely promote it on our site and stuff. Uh, that's really cool. Cassie's very excited because Cassie actually does a little, some voiceover work. So she was Well, I don't, I don't actually do voiceover well, work. She, I, I manage voiceover talent. She manages talent. voiceover talent. So, so. I'm oh, like, wow. Why, why have I not heard about this? <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's my like day job. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Jasmine, I'm just getting into it. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I mean, that voiceover, I love cartoon porn. I love, like, 
like if you type in like the Simpsons porn or like Family Guy porn, then you have like uh, fucking <laughs> Homer banging Marge right, right, or something right, like right. that. That that's just awesome. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jasmine, I really appreciate you calling in. Thank you very much, and uh, you know we're very excited to have you in the show. We're going to continue to promote you, and just for you being on the show because you're American Indian. For the rest of the show, I'm going to sit Indian style. I'm going to sit in the corner <laughs> with a bottle of tequila. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, thank you very much for being on the show, Jasmine, and uh, and uh, we're big fans of yours. And uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Take care. All right, you too. Mendez out. Bye. Bye. All right, folks, that was Jasmine. She was awesome. Awesome guest. Yes. We wish awesome. all our porn star guests were that cool. She's very cool. We've had some cool ones lately. We've had some cool porn star guests lately. Sometimes they're rough. Like the ones that decide to go to a family party when they're supposed to be on our show. Right. Not very fun for the or radio. the ones that are driving when they're supposed to be on our show. Yes. Like the one dude... Yeah. Oh, I'm driving right now. Let me pull over. Like, I what totally are you forgot. Doing? What? Oh my god. All right. Anyway, folks, our next guest is calling in a couple minutes. But before we get into that, Utah, give me two two beers. That is, and of course, we're drinking, and I'm drinking a very strong ass fucking beer by Stone. That's all they make is strong beer. It's called Ruination. It's a double IPA, eight point five percent fucking alcohol percentage, and it is definitely hitting me hard. I can beat you. I can beat you, Cassie. What are you drinking? I'm drinking. Flying Fish, Exit 3, Blueberry Braggot, 15%. Holy shit. That's right. 15%. That's right. That's stronger than a mixed drink. Yep. Look at you go, bitch. All <laughs> right. Go, bitch. By the end of the show, you're going to be tanked. <laughs> you go, bitch. I can't wait for the last 10 minutes of the show because it's going to be fun. Okay. Uh, every show we play a drinking game where you folks listening and watching at home can play along as well. We have a drinking word of the night, and every time that word is said, you drink. And tonight's drinking word to go along with one of our guests, actually both of them, is bone. Now, an example of bone is the best part about Viagra is I can easily measure the length of my bone. Oh, drink. And Cassie, what's another example? I really think it's funny when I see somebody with a big bone oh drink i I can tell you you spent a lot of time coming up with that one i didn't spend any time to be honest i'm busy i've been busy i'm sorry you've been busy okay been busy looking at bones oh drink really can you google image bones and then uh, is that better do you like to masturbate to images of bones oh drink not those kind of bones oh drink Keep drinking. How good this word is. (laughs) I got to keep drinking because one of the complaints I usually get on the show is that I say the drinking word a lot, but then I don't drink. So I don't follow up. Who said that? Somebody fucking messaged us on uh, Drink It Dirty in Jersey. No, they didn't. Really? Yeah, I'll show you after the show. What? Saying that uh, don't check up my work right now. I'll show you after the show. That's whack. That I don't drink when we say the drinking word. So now I have to always keep up on it. That's whack. You know, that that fag probably blows bones anyway. (laughs) Oh! drink all right folks uh our next guest should be calling in any second but before the guest calls in i'd like to pause the show to take a commemorative chug of beer to the greatest drunk of all time a man who once drank 119 fucking beers in one sitting this is the man the legend the greatest drunk of all time andre the giant cheers andre cheers Woo! Cha-ching. That's right. 
So uh, as we drink to Andre, um, we also have going on this weekend Wild Card Weekend, Ugh, um, which is usually the greatest weekend of football. Can we not talk about this right now? But unfortunately, I'm drinking away my sorrows. Cassie, uh, my co-host and, and uh, wife and uh, bone partner, oh, oh, drink is a Texans fan. And they got their asses fucking walloped today. What was it? Fucking 40? 30 to nothing. 30 to nothing. Fucking that is just handed. a ass walloped. I'm so fucking pissed off. J.J. Watt hurt his balls or whatever <laughs> happened to him. My boyfriend hurt his balls. Yeah, hurt his, hurt his groin area. My other boyfriend was doing really well today, though. Yes. But, I mean, what a boring game. Usually Wild Card Weekend is uh, exciting games. It wasn't even more boring as it was frustrating. Like, I well, was for like, you. I but was, I mean, throwing for shit at the television. The casual fan that's not a fan of either team, um, you know, watching that game kind of sucked. Now we have the, the Pittsburgh fucking Chiefs game. or I'm sorry. The Pittsburgh Bengals, Bengals game on yeah. right now. And that's only the like 6 nothing right now. Couple of fuel or as a friend like of ours says, the Bangles. The Bangle. Yes, the band from the 80s. Yeah, let's, let's walk like an Egyptian. Do that reference. <laughs> you gave uh, them the right number, right? Yes, I did. Absolutely. Okay, okay just double checking. I gave them the right number. Because <laughs> we are, uh, they're about a couple minutes uh, behind. You told yeah. them 10 15, Maybe right? I told them 10 20. Uh oh. SpaghettiOs. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's uh, talk about some beer news that okay. we got. Uh, Cassie's brought up some uh, articles here that may be interesting to the beer drinker So as you try to fill in time. Oh, stop. So there's a uh, – they have a, a list out of the best beer or the most drank beer and the most drank booze of every single NFL team, like fans of every single NFL team. So what's the most popular drink for each team? Right. Drink and beer. Drink and beer. So alcohol and beer. Right. So if you were a fan of let's say the uh, the Colts. You would um, go to a bar. It would order. be PBR or Jameson and Jameson. PBR and Jameson. Right. Okay. So let's uh, let's run down some teams that we think. All right. We're listening to LA Talk Radio, which doesn't have a football team, but I guess the closest thing would be the San Francisco 49ers. Um, hold on one second. I have to pull it up, but I believe they are also Jameson again. Jameson. Yeah. Hold on. That doesn't make any sense for San Francisco. I'm trying to question this list a little bit. Hold on. Give me a second. It's loading. All right. What loading? What are you on? Commodore sixty four. Can we go there? to a different team? All right. Then name another team that you would like to name. Um. Let's go with. I don't know who's playing right now. The Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers. Steelers. Guinness and Jameson. Which makes sense. I mean, working man's town, Steel Town, makes sense. Steel curtain. Steel cut, motherfucker. I thought um, it was Devil's Cut though. I got Devil's upset cut. that it wasn't Devil's Cut. Uh, what about the Bengals? You have since I do. I just went past them. Okay. Uh, the Bengals are um, they are Bud Light, Ugh. and Hennessy. Bud Light and Hennessy. That says a lot about makes, the Bengals. Kind of makes me vomit. Actually, <laughs> let's get a bit of local here now. Uh, you know, we're Giants and Jets area here. So, what's the Giants uh, drink? Giants are choice? is um, Blue Moon mm-hmm. and uh, Kettle One. Kettle One. Now, I get the Blue Moon because obviously the Giants are blue jerseys. But the Kettle One is throwing me off a little bit. I'm not. Well, at least it's not Blue Moon isn't as shitty as like all these other beers that are like mentioned on here. <laughs> True. Uh, what's the Jets? Jets are, Thunderbird Jets is, wine? No, Blue Moon and Hennessy. <laughs> Wait, the same thing almost? Yeah. That's stupid. I'm really questioning this list now. Like, I think this is just some making this shit up. Um, what was I going to say? 40, 49ers is Blue Moon and Jack Daniels. What is everything fucking Blue Moon? No, not Who wrote this article, Blue Moon? Blue Moon? No. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> <coughs> Wait, uh, what's the San Diego Chargers? Let me guess. Blue Moon? No, and- Bud Light. 
Bud Light well, again, and Captain Bud Morgan. Light. It seems like they're retreading the same shit over and well, over. Well, it just seems like football fans like shitty beer. I don't know. <laughs> the average football fan likes shitty beer. That's all. Oh, my God. So, I mean, like, um, so I, I think our guest is trying to call in, um, but yeah. it seems um, to not be working. And I don't know why. I don't either. I'm not. They said nobody's answering. Um, hold on a second. So let's, yeah. Technical I'm gonna, issues. I'm going to get in touch with them. Okay. Right I mean, uh, let's, let's get in touch with them. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we're very excited to talk to these people. A big brewery. Yeah, out uh, of Maryland. Out of Maryland, uh, which makes sense because a lot of their beers have like crab type themes. Um so, uh, so very excited to, uh, to speak with them and, uh, you know, uh, and also we have a great show lined up next week. Oh, too. we can actually call them. So if, why don't we call them if we want, if, why don't we do that? Because obviously it's not working for them calling us, but next week we have uh, two bars on, uh, we're going to have a full studio next week too. We're going to have Essex Junction bar, uh, calling in and also river of beer saloon calling in as well. Um, and they're going to be two live guests uh, that we're going to have. Two live crew. Two live crew, motherfucker. Did they sing "I'm So Horny"? Uh, I, I honestly don't know what they sing. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. It might be. Okay. As the show started off so good. Stop. The show is doing fine. Let's just drink our high percentage beer. Yeah, which is for us, but the average listener out there that's like, what the hell am I listening to? Two morons just drinking beer. Not Whatever. knowing what's going that's on. That's what the show is. Two morons drinking beer. Shut what up. do they expect? <laughs> that's oh, okay. actually our next guest is being called right now. Oh, they're being called. Yeah. Okay. You have reached the voicemail of Aaron Weston. Hey Aaron. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I'm drinking Daddy and Jersey. So, Aaron, um, uh, tell us a little bit about Flying Dog. Where Flying Dog is a beer that's good to drink. Oh, my God. Stop. Stop. (laughs) Stop. Well, I don't know what to do right now. So, I mean, should we start taste testing the beers? No. Give me one (laughs) second. Technical difficulties here. Yes, we're going to try calling one more time. Okay, let's try calling one another time. And here hopefully, we go. Hopefully it doesn't go to voicemail. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If it doesn't work this time, we're going to go into the taste test. I apologize. You have reached the voicemail. Of oh, Aaron. my God. I don't know if she's trying to. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Let's, you know, let's get into the taste test. We can't have our listeners wait this long. Plus, we got a whole show. Unless she wanted to go to Pops. Well, we can do Pops. What if she calls in while I'm doing Pops? Uh, how long is how long does Pops want to be on the air? I don't know. I mean, it's like, man. why isn't shit working? <clears throat> That's what's throwing me off. I don't know. It's like, ah, come on. Help. Um. So, like, so sorry, folks. Sorry for the delay here on the show. Um, completely embarrassed right now. You don't be embarrassed. Uh, well, we should be talking. It's a radio show. Do pops. All right, we're gonna do pops now. For for those folks that um, 
aren't familiar with our show and you've probably tuned off by now because we're just sitting here like fucking morons. Um, The pops is a black puppet that comes on our show. He says his piece uh, and then he leaves. Um, But he actually uses my mic. So I actually leave the studio. Pops comes on. He's very offensive though. So if you're offended easily, uh, please turn off your radios or computers or however you're listening Um, because he is pretty offensive. But uh, he's going to come on and uh, I'll be back when he's done. And, uh, you know, if we don't get a hold of this guest by the time we're done. Oh, stop it. Then um, we'll just go going right to the tape list. But thank you very much. And uh, I'll be back. Yo! Yo, Pops. Hey, what up, Crackers? What up, Crackers? I'm maybe having some technical difficulties tonight. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm having some difficulties, too, because my pants are so tight. Because uh, of my big bone. Oh, oh drink. drink. Yes, 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 yes. Now, Cassidy. Yes. Once a black person quoted, I will travel everywhere and rule the world. But what was his name? Uh, Pops? Ebola! (laughs) That was his name. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. So Pops uh, recently uh, was ordering Chinese food. And, uh, you know, I figured out that I recently haven't offended Chinese people too much. Uh, recently. So I think tonight I'm going to, because they always pee pee in my Coke and everything, I think tonight I'm going to choose to offend Chinese people. So uh, let's get this bitch started with uh, some offensive Chinese uh, jokes. Uh, All right. So let's, uh, that's right. Play that gong. That's right. So why can't Chinese couples have Caucasian babies? Why? Because two Wongs don't make a white. (laughs) Wow. That's bad. (laughs) All right. Now, what do you call a Chinese 69? What? Two can chew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Oh. What do you get if you cross a Chinaman with a Mexican? What? A car thief that can't drive. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh my God. <laughs> what do you call a Chinese homosexual? What? Chew man chew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> what do you call a fat Chinaman? What? A chunk. Get it? Instead of a chink, he's a chunk. <laughs> All right, now, <laughs> why is there no Disneyland in China? Why? No one's tall enough to go on the good rides. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, I know. All right. Um, what do you call a Chinese billionaire? Cha-ching! <laughs> <laughs> that was good. All right, here's a good one. What do you call a Chinese rapper? What? Vanilla rice. <laughs> What is the most common crime in China? What? Identity fraud. <laughs> Those motherfuckers all look alike. The hardest crime in China must be a sketch artist. Oh, what did he look like? He was short with black hair. Oh, no, not him again. What the fuck? <laughs> the worst job. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right, all right. Pops is, uh, Pops is done. I, I, I'm going to skedaddle. I got some bath sauce to snort. Mendez out. All right, folks, I'm back. All right, so what we're going to do is uh, we're going to get right into this. Uh, well, no, she's going to call. She's, it's it's taken care of. Okay. So let's talk about this thing called the Pico Brew. Okay, what's that? It's basically like a, uh, oh, we have her. We have a caller. Hey, guys. Hey. hey. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Aaron, is that you? Yeah, technology. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never been so happy to hear a voice before. Um, <laughs> yes, no, because we're waiting. We're, that's okay. That's okay. Technical difficulties that happens. Yes. But, um, well, you know what it was? We just changed phone numbers. So like everything's kind of crazy. Got it's, it. like, it's all good. 
Um, now, now we're very excited to have you on the show. We're, we're big fans of your brewery, the Flying Dog uh, Brewery. We've been drinking your beers for years and years, so um, so we're excited. But just tell us a little bit of history about yeah. Flying Dog. Um, you know, what made you guys decide to start, you know, brewing beer, getting into it? Sure. Well, um, Flying Dog has actually been around. It's our 25th anniversary this year, so we've been around for quite some time. Um, we started as a brew pub, and our founder, George Stranahan, is – uh, he's basically just an all-around uh, Renaissance man. He is an amateur photographer. He's a physicist um, by training. And he decided that um, you know, he really liked beer and wanted to bring in people that um, knew how to do it way better than he did. Um, and that's kind of where the magic began. Um, the actual name, Flying Dog, came from um, an adventure that George went on in 1983. He attempted to climb the summit of K2. Uh, which uh-huh. is one of the most like, treacherous mountains um, in the world. And mm-hmm. after uh, attempting said climb, he did what most uh, people would do. He um, was on a search for alcohol. He had to sign um, an affidavit stating that he was um, a son of a Christian because it, he was in Pakistan, a Muslim nation, and they don't drink. And um, once he finally got that all taken care of, he saddled up at a hotel bar, and there was a painting of a Pakistani artist's interpretation of an English bird dog. And it was literally a dog with wings. So flying dog, we kind of came this mantra for him. Nice. That's, that's really an awesome story. That's a really good story. Yeah. Like usually when we ask somebody like had, had, <laughs> what's the origins? It's like, Oh, it was just in my basement. Yeah. We're I like just, sitting uh, around thinking uh, names. Yeah, so I take my pants off and I came up with a name. That, that's really like an amazing story. Yeah, that, it's a that's a great really, story. Like, that's awesome. Um, now, yeah. The first thing, yeah, and I, uh, we we love it. Now, the first thing uh, that I, I think anybody notices about the beers is the artwork on the bottles. Um, you know, can you tell us a little bit about that and like what kind of like inspired uh, you guys to get that creative with the, with your labels? Yeah, absolutely. So back to George, um, our founder. He actually um, rented um, Hunter S. Thompson's Owl Farm two hundred. Yes. So he was long long time friends with Hunter. They. Um, they drank booze, they shot guns, they blew shit up, they talked politics um, regularly. So when um, George started Flying Dog, um, Hunter said, I know just the person who you want to be working with, and that is um, Ralph Sedman, who um, collaborated with Hunter since the 1970s um, for all of his pieces, um, especially in Rolling Stone. So we began working with Ralph and still get artwork from him um, to this day. He's an incredibly sick and twisted genius, and we love him for it. Definitely, that that's amazing. You know, I you, never. I I'm, need to meet this guy. <laughs> like, I'm a huge Hunter S. Thompson fan, and I never put that together. Oh no, I knew it was like the same artist, but and I now, wasn't sure that I yeah. didn't know like how it happened. And now that you said that, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I never noticed that before. That that dude, that's George sounds awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, I, I know. know. <laughs> yeah, wow. he's he's the best. He like knew. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, now, do you have any plans to, uh, to have a beer named Flying Dog Bone? Oh, oh. drink! <laughs> but I'm <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, now, uh, what we? Uh, but I'm dying to get into the whole show. Is we do have a few beers here that we're going to try now on the air that are obviously Flying Dog beers, and uh, we're going to try them. And uh, Cassie's going to t- uh, just tell you what they are. If you can tell us a little bit about them while we're trying it, that would be awesome. Uh, Cassie, yeah. what's the? F- yeah. Um, I think this is like the beer that most people think of when they think of Flying Dog, and I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's synonymous <laughs> with the with the company is Raging Bitch. Um, oh yeah, the, 
Belgian IPA, 8%, uh, 8.3%. Sorry about that. I can't really see right now. But um, this is the beer. This is the first flying dog I ever had. So, Rina. Yeah. No, me too. Um, yeah. And, uh, I mean, is this, uh, is this one of the first beers you guys made or the later beer that you guys made or? Um, it was a later edition. It was, um, brewed first in 2009 for, um, our 20th anniversary. So it's kind of a hybrid, um, of two different beers we were, um, making at the time, uh, Belgian white and then our snake dog IPA. So Uh we wanted to experiment with, um, you know, just uh, hopping the shit out of an IPI, which is something um, I personally think we're pretty good at, and then um, augmenting it with a Belgian yeast to kind of bring in that traditional kind of fruity, funky Belgian characteristics. And uh-huh. it was actually one of the first Belgian IPAs to kind of hit it mainstream and really take off. It's it's just a perfect hybrid of two styles that um, back when we released it, people weren't really expecting them to kind of go together. Yeah, no, it's it's really really good. Um, you know, when I first tried it, I wasn't as into IPAs as yeah, I am now. Yeah, like a million years ago. <laughs> and it's so much better now than it was when I first tried it. So right. it's definitely a beer for the more experienced uh, craft beer drinker, as opposed to like a virgin craft beer drinker. But, right. But but it's it's very very good. Uh, definitely like it. Um, Cassie, what's the next beer we got here? Um, this is Cujo, the Imperial Coffee Stout, 8.9%. Um, I have to say, coffee stouts are like my jam, so <laughs> I'm obviously going to love this like, from yeah, the get-go. Tell us a little bit about this this uh, coffee stout. So I'm actually uh, drinking one right now with you guys. <laughs> so oh, awesome. Perfect. Yeah, this is um, a winter seasonal for us. And, um, you know, our even though we have some pretty um, extreme beers, um, kind of heavily hopped, um, hybrid styles, we really feel that um, when you're working with outside ingredients, it's all about balance. So with this mm-hmm. particular um, beer, we did um, a lighter roasted coffee bean. A lot of your coffee stouts out there um, are with an espresso roast, and it's a really dark and rich, bitter coffee um, uh-huh. to play with the bitterness of the beer, which, you know, if, if that's what you like, right on. But um, with this one, it's just a little bit more balanced. You actually have um, the stout characteristics um, come through. One thing I saw on your website, you guys did a thing on um, boozy milkshakes. Am yes. I yes. On track there. So yes. um, take a scoop of, of vanilla ice cream with this beer and then blend it in an immer- with an immersion blender. And it's like, God, yeah, I'm doing that like, tomorrow. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> so amazing. Yeah, that sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, wow. Um, right, Cass, what's this next beer that we got uh, here? This is Snake Dog IPA. It is 7.1%. Another strong one. Yeah, tell us a little bit about the snake dog. Yeah, snake dog is, um, so as I mentioned with Raging Witch before, it's, um, you know, a hybrid between a uh, Belgian white rear brewing uh, and an IPA, and snake dog was that IPA. So it's, um, you know, we call it an East Coast IPA um, just because we love roughing our coast, and, you know, so many people are all about the West Coast IPAs, but it's, it's a right. heritage beer for us. It, it's been around, um, it's been around the block. It's been brewed for as long as, you know, I can remember. And it's just, it's just kind of a, a solid go-to IPA. Um, it was the first beer we released in cans, which is pretty exciting. And okay. we are now doing, um, 16 ounce cans of this beer oh, in all of our local stadiums. Love tall boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's like nothing better on earth for me than going to an Orioles game and, 
having a pounder right. or three. I, I'm actually a, <laughs> a, a very big believer in craft beer and cans, which is why I'm a big fan of Oscar Blues. Uh, I, I think uh-huh. I, I think a craft beer actually tastes a lot better yeah. uh, in a can because I think it holds the flavor better uh, than in a bottle. Because, uh, you know, no light gets in or anything like that. and Especially had, a hoppy beer in a can. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So that's awesome that you have it in the can. I can't wait to try it. That, that's just – that's awesome. Um, Cassie, what's the next beer that we got? Um, this is a Brewhouse Rarity Smoked Belgian Stout. Um, it's 8.5%. Ooh, another strong one. Yeah, tell us a bit mm-hmm. about this one. Yeah. Ooh, so our really- Brewhouse Rarities program is really, really cool. Um, every uh, summer we get together the entire brewery. Um, for a pitch session, anybody in the brewery from um, sales and marketing to accounting to maintenance to all of the guys that, um, you know, work actually um, in the brew house and in the cellar can pitch a beer concept for the series. So this past year, we had over 90 pitches and we narrowed them down to eight every year. And this was one that was selected. Um, it was pitched by a brewer of ours who really wanted to explore um, the Belgian East stream with um, these beautiful smoked malts that are actually local to us um, here in Maryland. It's uh, maltster in Virginia, and they also um, distill and make their own rye whiskey as well. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty beautiful beer, perfect for the season. Yeah, no, that tastes great. I definitely want to eat breakfast with that beer. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. what I want to do. Yeah. Like, eat pancakes and that. Yeah, or like go good with meats. Right, like a go bacon. good like a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Yeah, bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich yeah. and drink mm-hmm. that beer. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, now this next, next beer, we actually we just opened it up and it exploded, exploded. all over the place. But this ca- is this is, oh. our, this is what spurned the whole interview. This is our winner of our Christmas beer test, uh, Flying Dog Naughty, and it's a Belgian style dark ale. I don't know the percentage on this. Wait, it's probably a strong one if it's a uh, Christmas 9%, beer. Nine percent. Yeah, nine percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you, is this the last one you guys are doing? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So I was going to say you're ending with a bang. No, this is there's um, one more. <laughs> we, came out, <laughs> we came out with um, both naughty and nice uh, for the holidays this year. Um, it was a kind of two for one Christmas package. But um, naughty is like you said a Belgian dark ale, but we also brewed it with um, habaneros, uh, yeah, cinnamon, yeah, orange that. peel, and star anise. So yeah, it's. Some would say we got a little naughty with the spice there. Um, it, it's a pretty, it's a pretty bold one, but um, it's a lot of fun for any hotheads out there. It is. You know what it kind of t- tastes like? Black licorice. It kind of has like a black yeah. licorice. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got that the, off of that? Star anise in there. All I get is all I get is heat. <laughs> That's all I get. All you get is heat. <laughs> heat. Yep. <laughs> no, but I like. I actually won our Christmas beer test. So no, it's but a good the, beer, yeah, it's but a great it's, beer. It's a great beer. Uh, um, Cassie, what's this last one we and got And this is here? the Counterculture Ale. Is that the one with Jesus? Oh, right on. on. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's got Jesus on. Yeah, it's 6%. So, so we're ending small. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ralph Stedman um, went through a phase, I think it was like three years of his life, where he was um, completely oh, obsessed with Leonardo da Vinci. So that's actually Ralph um, interpreting The Last Supper on the label. So we thought, it, we said, Ralph, like, give us art that's kind of counter to your culture, um, and he gave us that, so <laughs> it was pretty awesome. But um, yeah, this one is um, we kind of we had an amber lager um, for the longest time that we produced, and we really wanted to play around with kind of a a maltier beer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we are kind of known for our uh, heavily hopped beers. Yes. So with this one, we wanted to have 
it's kind of like the, the same like malt sweetness and richness, but then also um, kind of counterbalance it with that hop element that we love working with. So this kind of has um, that kind of rich roasty toasty malt, but then a really nice kind of refreshing hop piece at the end of it. Yes. That's a beer that you can, that's like a day, day drinking, drinking beer. Yeah, yes. Like absolutely. sitting outside of the yeah. patio, having a couple of those. Or like watching the game and watching like, the game and just like, right. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, having a couple and not wanting to get totally trashed. That's definitely the flying uh, dog beer to have. Right. Um, definitely. Now, uh, let me ask you a question. Is there any uh, new beers that are in the works right now that, that you can talk about? We, um, yeah, we have our new round of um, brew house rarities that are coming out. So the Smoke Belgian Stout was the last one of 2015. Now we have um, just releasing this week a uh, tropical stout. So it's a... Uh, um, I think it's about 6% um, solid stout, but it's brewed with coconut and pineapple. Mm. Oh, my gosh. That sounds amazing. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. It'll be – it's distributed in all of the markets where we're sold, so you guys will be able to get it up near you. Um, We also have a series of um, single hop imperial IPAs. We've been doing that series for about five years now where your average IPA has between um, three to even eight hop varieties. Um, With Uh this, we just focus on a single hop. And um, this one is HBC um, 291. It's a hop that's so new, it doesn't even have a commercial name yet. Oh, wow. So it's an experimental wow. variety. So you get some nice kind of lemon-lime peach with that one. Pretty beautiful. So Nice. Yeah. That's, that's like summer beer. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, thinking of your name, like a friend of mine, uh, she, she had this problem a couple of years ago. She couldn't sleep because the neighbor's dog kept barking at night. So she actually got a friend of hers to kidnap the dog and take it out to the countryside, uh, which is really, really bad. But the dog ended up running back to the uh, apartment they took it from anyway. But <laughs> it just reminded me, I'm looking at a flying dog. But, uh, but anyway, let's get to the next question. Uh, for, for those of us that, uh, that want to come visit Flying Dog, what are the hours of the operation? When can people come to the brewery? We're open um, Thursday and Friday evenings from 3 to 8, Saturday from noon to 8, and then Sunday uh, noon to 6. So that's for nice. tours, tastings, all that good stuff. Excellent. Excellent drinking hours right there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Definitely. Um, now, do you have any events coming up that you'd like to uh, talk about or promote? We do. So um, when Hunter S. Thompson um, decided to depart this world for another, um, we brewed um, the beer Gonzo Imperial Porter in his honor. Mm -hmm. And every year we release a a bourbon barrel-aged version of that beer. So it's the Monday after the Super Bowl um, Mm -hmm. at noon. We um, release the beer um, on draft in limited quantities, but um, 750 milliliter bottles are available only at the brewery. So we'll be doing that. Just drive on down with your Super Bowl hangover, and then it'll be here <laughs> the minute you walk in our doors. Best hair to dog ever, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah. you know, I, I love Hunter S. Thompson. Everybody always loves that Las Vegas movie or whatever, but like, I love that old uh, 70s movie with Bill Murray where the Buffalo Over the room. room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I have, and I have a thing for Naked Lunch. Like, I have a, I have a Naked Lunch <laughs> I, I read the book. It's so whacked out. I just love it. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this yeah, is so great. I, I'm a huge Hunter S. Thompson fan. So that, that's awesome that we got to talk to you tonight about it. And uh, really appreciate you calling in. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Um, but uh, I'm glad we got them ironed out. And, uh, you know, thank you very much for calling in. We're huge fans of your We're going to continue to promote you guys. And uh, thank you very much for calling in, Aaron. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me.
we'll have nope. to have you guys down to the brewery. Yes, definitely. We'll we'll get down we there. We have to get down there. Yes, yeah. definitely have to get down there. Definitely have to get down there. But thank you very Road much. Trip. All right, you're welcome. All right. Mendez out. All right, folks. That was uh Erin from Flying Dog. Yes. She hung up or am I talking? Oh, there <laughs> she, she goes. <laughs> what an awkward show today. No, no that it's was not awkward. It's fine. We've had two excellent interviews, actually. What? So what was your favorite out of the... Uh, you know what? I'm we didn't really to... talk about it. Yeah, we didn't really get into it because she was talking about the beer, so I didn't want to interrupt her. But I actually like the... Hold on a second. I, uh, uh, the uh, Actually, Cassie, why don't you tell me what your favorite well, one Well, I liked... I, mine is a tie between the coffee... <laughs> it was an empty one. Okay. It was an empty beer. Everybody's okay. <laughs> Nobody's dying. Between the Cujo okay. coffee, the Imperial coffee, which yes. I knew I would like, and that um, Brewhouse Rarity smoked out. Here, let me just take this out of my way here. Which is delicious. Let's take that out of my way. Just put it in <laughs> Don't put it by the soundboard. You've already spilled tonight. I didn't spill on the soundboard. Stop being All right. Ass. All right. Now, my favorite was actually the uh, the counters culture. Really? Yes. Counterculture. Now, I love, you know, the strong beers are good for certain times. Like at night when I come home late, I want a strong beer to kind of get me a little drunk and in the mood. And I do like them. They're very flavorful. But I do like the lighter beers. I prefer the lighter beers better. Um, so a flying dog making a lighter beer here, I love it. And, yeah, um, awesome. And, you know, it's a perfect beer for Sunday and uh, for a bunch of reasons. Number one, it's a low ABV. Right. All right. Number two, Jesus is on it. It's Sunday. Right. Do you know what would be good? I know how you make those. You know what would be good? What? My bone in your mouth. Oh! drink! <laughs> you know what would be good? If you use that naughty in your Bloody Marys. That would be because good. Because you use the habanero sculpin, so now we the have the spice. naughty. Yes. Uh, that's so a very good that idea. Said. That's um, very good. I actually good. really, I love coffee stout, so I knew I would like that one. But that smoked porter, I really want to get a bacon, egg, and cheese and Freaking drink that with. Oh them. yeah, no, it's amazing. It's really amazing. Good. I stopped smoking you know, out. Sorry, smoked out. No, it's very good beers. I mean, <laughs> for for like it, uh, when we first got in the craft beer, we were drinking uh, Flying Dog, and you know what? I wasn't a big fan of Flying Dog at first because I wasn't used to the hops and I wasn't right. used to the right. You know, the, you the gotta tasteness. get it's like a acquired. But now thing. that I've you know been doing a drinking show for three and a half years, whatever the hell it's been, um, you know these beers taste so much better. They They're have so they have like the best. March beer, smarch, smarch, smarch. That damn smarch weather. Um, it's it's a uh, it's actually like um, it's an Irish red. It's so good. I forget the name of it off the top of my head. But their Oktoberfest beer is really good. Yeah, Oktoberfest. Yeah, they do a good job with uh with all their beers. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're a craft beer fan, you already know we're kind of a beating a fucking uh, what is it called? Dead beating horse, dead horse here. Yeah. I almost said beating a drum. That made. I mean, Flying Dog sense. is probably one of the bigger breweries we've had on. Yeah. So. Uh, so, but very excited, and, and the, this I did never put together the fucking art Hunter S. Thompson. Well, I knew it was Hunter S. Thompson, but I didn't realize that he was friends with Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, and they used to shoot guns. I know, like hanging out, dude. If uh, any of you listening, uh, if you want to look up something hilarious, go on YouTube and look up Hunter S. Thompson lighting a Christmas tree on fire. <laughs> what happened is it was about like 1992 what? or something, and it was Christmas, and Hunter S. Thompson obviously got fucked up. Of and course, he, he took he his, his up. wife was it was like January. His wife was busting his balls about getting rid of the Christmas tree. So instead of obviously taking it out to the curb, Hunter S. Thompson decided to throw it in his lit fireplace and the Christmas tree went blazing up and his whole house just like went like up in flames and he's laughing, smoking a cigarette. And his wife me. is like throwing water on it. But if you want to look at something fucking hilarious, fucking look that up on YouTube. Hunter S. Thompson lights Christmas tree on fire. Fucking hilarious. You got to check it out. Um, that's but, awesome. But yeah, I mean, like 
the, the I, actually the cover of a I, I'm such a I'm such a retard. What's that Las Vegas movie called? Oh, um, uh, Fear and Loathing. Fear and Loathing Las Vegas. is the same artist. It's the same artist. Yeah. Same cover. It's yep. like I never put that together. What is as much of a retard as I am. Right. I couldn't put that together. So. Anyway. Anyways, let's uh, so let's, let's, let's reiterate uh, what, who we have on next week. But uh, yes, uh, we have um, the. The We're, Essex Junction. Essex Junction Bar. We have two bars Bloomfield. on next week. We're also going to have some people in studio next week, so it's going to be kind of fun. Uh, but we have Essex Junction Bar out of Bloomfield. Yes. Okay, so big jersey. They're not open yet, but they're For Tony Soprano was supposedly shut. They're in the, uh, the works. Uh, and River of Saloon. Yeah. I'm they're out of Bloomingdale, them. which is up by Pompton Lakes. Yes. And Butler. So very excited to talk to them. We're going to have a lot of fun with them next week. Um, so we're, it's always very fun to talk to bars, especially yes. on a Saturday night because uh, shit's going on. So right. it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have the uh, the Wolfpack in studio. So it's going to be a lot of fun <laughs> as far as that's concerned as well. Uh, last time we had the uh, – uh, Alice – actually, Allison's going to be here. The last time we had Allison in the studio, she actually squirted uh, – oh, um, what's her name? <laughs> I'm not supposed to say her real name. <laughs> Ignore Sally. <laughs> Last time we had Fast Sally, not Allison, in studio. <laughs> not Allison. She squirted breast milk into a beer and we drank it. Yes, that's right. She will be back. Fast Sally, not Allison, <laughs> in studio. I didn't say her last name, so I didn't really give away anything. All right, yeah. So anyway. <clears throat> that's be very exciting. But I also, uh, before we uh, check off here, uh, check off like the guy from Star Trek. Uh, for, for me. <laughs> Wow, we'll drink some more of that 12%. Yeah, 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 rock on. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank uh, Jasmine LaFleur for being on the show. She was amazing. Uh, cool porn star. Definitely check out her shit. Check out her Twitter. Just Google her name and uh, whack off 900 million times. And uh, also I want to thank uh, Flying Dog Brewery, Erin, for finally getting in touch with us, even though Cassie probably gave her the wrong phone number. Yeah, it was my fault. Um, we'll get it together, I promise. So sorry for not having it together. But by next Saturday, hopefully we have it all together. We'll have it together. And we have we give our guests the correct phone numbers. Yes, it'll be fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And uh, thank you always for listening. And um, uh, check out our Twitter, check Facebook. Out our Twitter, check out our Facebook. Uh, check out our Periscope. Periscope. We have a lot of shit going on on our Periscope right now. Instagram. Instagram. Website. And, uh, website. And uh, buy some merchandise, Drinking Dirty in Jersey. And uh, as always, thank you very much, folks. And uh, we'll see you next week and drink on. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on L.A. Talk Radio.